So, there's a Mufurisha song, which you have a little bit of a problem with in today's share. The song goes like this, Ain't Going to Work on Saturday. It's a Mufurisha song. Maybe we'll do a rendition a different time. Okay. Okay, but Hashem, the item knows the song, but we have a big kasha. The kasha on the song Rabbi say is, how is it then? If it's true, and you should know many business people have asked me this many, many times, how is it? I'm not allowed to open up my business. I can't open up my office, my warehouse, my production line, whatever it is that I'm doing. And you've got people making money on Shabbos. They're allowed. They're allowed to make money on Shabbos. You have a caterer, for example, that has a company. He makes a kiddush, he makes a bar mitzvah, he makes whatever it is, a chasen, a sheva brachas. And he's, got, he's making a sach gelt on Shabbos. You've got, for example, websites that are open on Shabbos. People that are selling things on eBay. People that are selling things on Amazon. These people are making money with their products being sold on Shabbos Kodesh. Anyone, and I'm assuming anyone, that has money in a bank gets paid interest, even for Shabbos. How are you getting money for Shabbos Kodesh? People that own nursing homes are getting money. For people that are there every single day that they're there, they pay per day. You have a hotel, a renting car service, any type of Airbnb situation. You have vending machines, businesses. People are vending machines. People are buying stuff. Even Goyim. We'll talk about it, right? Babysitting, Balkoira, Baltfilis, all of these things. Somehow they're making money on Shabbos, but I'm not allowed to open up my office and my business. What's the shop? So I'd like to spend time on this extremely important subject a subject which is Nagea to so many people. Like I said, it's whether you have a business or even just being paid to be a Balkoira or a Baltvilla, certain situations that we'll get to. I want to explain first and foremost the Agdora Sa'isa. Where does it come from? Why is it Asa? Where is it Asa? How is it Asa? Which we'll probably spend today on. And then we'll try to go through Be'ezus Hashem tomorrow. We'll try to go through all of the practical examples based on what we've learned and try to fit them in whether they're Asa or Muta, and why they're Muta. Which I think is very, very crucial for us to understand with this halacha. It's a crucial halacha, it's an important halacha. It's a very common shayla, especially with what's going on in the internet, with so many, you know, businesses opening up, online services, and all sorts of things that are open on Shabbos often. What is the shayla? What is the heta? If there is a heta, and why is it Muta, or why is it Asa, should we say? So, of course, we know, that it is also to work on Shabbos. Mecca Chomemcha is also. But there's also a Makar for this specific Issa that we're discussing today. And that comes from the Gemara Bam Metziah Dafnon Chesamad Aleph. Where the Gemara says, and I quote in English, that if a person hires a worker to work, to watch his cow, to watch his child, to watch his produce or anything similar to that, the Gemara says in Bam Metziah and Chesamad Aleph, do not give him what we call Schar Shabbos. Don't give him the schar, the reward, the wages for Shabbos Kodesh. But if you hire him for a year or a week, which we'll get to, that may be muta, which Rashi says is havla, which we'll talk about Be'ezus Hashem as we go there. Now, what's the reason? Why can't I give someone money? What's the issa of someone paying someone on Shabbos for a service that was done on Shabbos? So Rashi says in Ksubis, it is a problem of schar Shabbos, is a gzeirim mishomekach or memkah. 
uh, which the Rambam says, by the way, in Perak of Gimel, Halacha Yudbeis, the Rambam says the Issa of Mecca Chamemcha, the Issa of business transactions on Shabbos Kodesh, is the Issa, is Xera Shema Yichtoiv, that you may come to write. So the Xera over here is Xera Durabonon, of doing business transactions, says the Rambam, as a you may come to write, which is a normal thing to do when you do business, when you receive money, pay money, you write things down, keep an account of them, therefore says Rashi in Subas, therefore says the Rambam in Hilcha Shabbos, then Avada, it's the problem. Now it's true, there is a Rashi in Beitza, Daf, uh, that said, only not business things. That's Rashi and like the Rambam and Rashi behaving subas. That's simple. The reason of doing business on Shabbos transactions, Mecca which is what we're dealing with, is the issa of Xera Shema Yichtov. In that case, it means we're worried that a person will come to write the Mishnah Halacha Lamaisa the Chavetz Chaim passing this way in the beginning of the Simen Shinvav. Very clearly that the issa over here of paying someone for services done on Shabbos is Xera Shema Yichtov. Okay, now Lamaisa, the question over here is, who's the issa on? Is the issa on the person paying the money, or is the issa on the person receiving the money? Right, and there's a big enough community, obviously, because if the issa, for example, is on paying the money, then it won't make enough community if it's a goyeriyid. If the issa is on receiving the money, right, so then I could give it to a goy, I could pay a goy for services that are done. Right? So basically, the mashmar is from the Gemara, in Shabbos Kuvchav Aleph, by the sugya of the Deleka, Mr. Burr brings it over here, in Simon Shinvav, Sikotn Chav Aleph, B'Shein Nechaya Odom, Tila David passing this way, in Simon Reish Mem Gimel, uh, and others as well. The Issa is on the receiver. So the Issa of Schar Shabbos is not really to pay the money, but is rather to receive the money for a service that may have been done in that case. Now, the only really nafkamina over here it makes is, of course, paying Gagoy. Because to pay a Jew is not the Issa, but there'll be an Issa of Lifni Iver there. Because I mean, even if the Issa is to receive the money, but if I'm paying a Jew, I'm Oivon Lifni Iver. Somebody called me one time, he had twins, he rented a nurse for a couple of days, and he wanted to know, is a Yiddish nurse, a Jewish woman, that you know, looked after the babies at night, whatever it was, one of these was Shabbos, how is he allowed to pay her? So good, it's her Shaila, she's allowed to ask her Rob how to receive the money. We'll talk about maybe Ethereum. But ask him, how can I pay a babysitter? How can I pay someone if it's a Shaila of Nifneyiba? So it means to pay a goy would be mutter. I'm allowed to pay a goy for services that were done, obviously providing that the business that they did was mutter because of Maris Ayan or other problems as well that maybe we'll get to a different shurim. But also paying the Shari Shabbos to pay a goy is mutter. To pay a yid will be also of Nifneyiba. But the Issa that we're discussing is receiving the money. So receiving money on Shabbos is the Issa of Shabbos over here. Bidi Yavit. Whatever person got the money, he received the money already. What, what do you want me to do now? Say this, I was over. I didn't know. Until now, I, I didn't come to the Shea. I didn't know about it. I received money. Now what do I do in this case? Bidi Yavit. What do we do in that case? So Shulchanach says very clearly, in Simon Reishmim, Hey Sivov, Mishabur over there, Sikotun Chav Gimel, Shulchanach HaRab, Balatanya, Doruch HaShulchan and others say that it's also Hanor. It's You can't have any hano from the money that you received for a business or a product or a service that was done on Shabbos Kodesh, which basically means you have to return the money to whoever you got the money from, unless, of course, there was a heta, which we will be talking about. The Ritva says, by the way, in Avodah the Ritva says, throw it to the yam. Throw it to the sea. 
Osibano, Balatanya, and Shochana, Harav, and Graz, Pastors, and Reishmem, hey, the same thing. The Chasam Soifa, in Chedekei, Choshem Mishpat, Kupsari Dalit, brings down with Moshe Paskin, Zalach, and Amaisa, and Yigus, Moshe Chedekei Dalit, or Chaim Chavtes, that everybody should give it to Stoka. You can't use it yourself. Give it to Stoka. If I remember correctly, where Moshe writes to the Chuba, give it to Stoka, but don't have a plaque with your name from the money that you gave, the Hanor that you get, because that's also Hanor from a plaque with your name on it. Right? That will be Hanor, because you're getting Hanor from that. No, that's something else. That's Mota. That's not the Hanor we're discussing. We're talking about physical Hanor. Your as mitzvah, you're 100% great. You're 100% right. But the Chsamsoyf and Ramosha said, if you get Shal Shabbos, you can't use it. You can't have Hanor. It's one of the very few cases, by the way, that we find there's an Issa Hanor over here. Now, we'll talk about other history Hanor in other Shiurim, but all sorts of Shadis we have to talk about in businesses and kashras, all sorts of Shadis of wine and, 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 and trade things. We'll get to that. But our component over here, but the evidence if a person received money for that which was done on Shabbos, it's also Hanor. Kind of any Hanor. Now, what if I get paid before Shabbos or after Shabbos? It doesn't make a difference when you get paid. It's irrelevant when you receive the money. If I get paid on Tuesday for work that was done on Shabbos, then I've that's considered to be a Shabbos, and that is problem. Now, are we talking about a service that is done? In other words, are we talking about if I'm a waiter, for example, and I am providing a service of using my services to waiter on Shabbos for a Shabbos brachas, and therefore you cannot get paid for that? I get that. What if, for example, I rent my kalim? What if I have an Airbnb apartment? What if I have a car? What if I have any any type of item, utensil, keli, and I rent it out on Shabbos? Is that mutter to get schar Shabbos for that as well? So the Ritva and Shabbos Yates, which is also a Rosh and a Tor Shabbat, brings at the beginning of Simon Reish Mavod, by the way, Elia Rabbah, Chaya Odom, and Mishabura as well, in Simon Reish Mavod, Paskin, that it's not only a service that we're dealing with, but even a product. So if a person has a product, I'm renting out my plates. I have a beautiful section of plates. I have tablecloths. People have businesses of all these sorts of things. It's not only a service that you're doing that's also to get schar but even a utensil that you are renting out would be a problem of schar And by the way, any form of payment is included to be the Issa. Not only cash, not only check or credit or a bank transfer, but who had in, if for example, a person says, listen, you waited for me on Shabbos, I'll give you my apartment right in Miami that you could take for a Shabbos or you could take during the week for a vacation. It doesn't make a difference what form of payment it is. It's going to be Osa because it is a payment for a service or something that was done on Shabbos Kodesh. With the exception, by the way, of someone that says a simple thing that neighbors, for example, do to each other. Maybe we'll get there when we talk about ribbis. But I'll upon him when you have two neighbors that, well, you know, one goes away for one Shabbos and he says, do me a favor. Can you watch my car for me? Like, just watch the car, watch the house, make sure it's okay. Next Shabbos, when you go away, I'll watch the car for you when you go away. That's okay. That's what neighbors do for each other. That's not a service for a payment. That's okay. That's not a problem. But we're talking about any form of payment is also al-schar Shabbos, even if it's not cash, if it's in the form of a, of, of a favor, if it's of anything else. Now, the question that people ask with schar Shabbos is, okay, fine, but say that. So I'm not going to pay you, but I'll give you a present. To have a babysitter to come to a house on Shabbos. So I'm not going to pay them. After Shabbos, I'll give them a present. I'll give them whatever it is as a present. Or a caterer, for example, right? Something similar to that. I'll give them a present. I'm not going to pay them. This, by the way, is a major shaila. The Prima Godin brings it. Mishpah Soizov over here. Sikot and Dalit. And Shedvav. The Mishabur brings it. Yorach HaShulchan, Chazanish, and others. That you're not allowed to give a present if you are high of to pay. That means, if a babysitter charges money. I'm just taking babysitter as an example. If a babysitter charges money. And you're not, you're not going to pay them. You're just going to give them a present that's ridiculous. Because you owe them $25 for what they did for how many hours they were there. Calling it a present, another name, Shini Hashem, calling it a different name is not going to help. It's not going to make it a heter. 
if you don't owe them money, because it's not a prearranged, uh, you know, service. Or some, it's a neighbor who did a favor for you, you know, they came to babysit the kids. You don't owe them any money, they're not charging you. But after Shabbos, you give them a present, even money or even a gift, that's mutter. Because I was never hired to give them to begin with. So Shabbos in the form of a present would only be mutter if there's no obligation to pay. But if there's an obligation to pay, it's absolutely not going to help over there. Rabbi said, we've got time for one heta that will just start very, very quickly. We mentioned in the beginning about a bank, right? And we've got Rabbi said, so many shyness. We've got websites and Amazon, and we've got shyness of, of, of renting Airbnb. We've got a lot of shyness to get through. But one of the shyness we talked about this, this morning was a bank. Every person has money in a bank. And if you have money in a bank, you're getting interest per day. Or well, one of those days is Shabbos Kodesh. So if one of those days is Shabbos Kodesh, you're getting Shabbos Shabbos. So what are you meant to do? You should know the Gedolia Poskim are busy with the Shaila, but Moshe has pages and pages just on this Shaila. It's an unbelievable thing. So just to end off very, very quickly, there's something called Havlaw. And Rashi brings it in Bob Metzia on the Gemara that we mentioned just a moment ago. Something called Havla, which means, and the Shochanach brings this way, Allah Maisa, Shochanach Paskin, the Havla works, that the Maisa like this. If I can have law, which means if I can absorb the payment into something else, then it's not called Shah Shabbos. For example, the Gemara says, if I rent someone for a week, then I'm allowed to pay him. Yeah, but one of those days was Shabbos. Yeah, but I rented him for the whole week. So in other words, there's a big mistake over here. People think like this. If I have, let's take a babysitter as a simple one. I have a babysitter on a Sunday, a Wednesday, and a Shabbos. And every day the babysitter charges $20. So I owe the babysitter $60. This is great. Have law. I can pay the babysitter after Shabbos 60 bucks because Sunday, Wednesday, and Shabbos. Say the one of these was Shabbos. But I'm giving you 60 bucks for the whole time. Doesn't work. Why? Because there they charge per time. And if they wouldn't have come on, come on Shabbos, you would have deducted $20 and paid them only $40. Which means what you're paying during the week is per hour. Which means you can't do pay the payment during the week and say, this is for everything. doesn't work that way. But if you get someone to do a job, for example, a caterer, and this is very Negea. Yiddish caterers are work, working on Shabbos Kodesh. How are they making money? We'll talk about different etayim. One of the etayim is havla, which means, if I can absorb the payment in something else, right, for example, I take someone for a job and say, listen, you have to do this job, right, you want me to make me a kiddish, there's a lot of preparation before Shabbos, there's preparation most of Shabbos, and there's of course on Shabbos. So I'm paying you for the whole job. I'm not paying you for this and this and this. I'm paying you for one thing. And I'm paying you the whole amount, $100, to make me the Kiddush, which requires work. Erev Shabbos, Malta Shabbos, and of course on Shabbos. Paying you for one thing. When I'm paying you for one thing, even if some of that was on Shabbos, then it's going to be Malta. Zukba Moshe and Shuvas. This is Mamish, what we're talking about. You look it up in Chedid Dalit Simon Nuntes. Min Chazizka has a Shuva also Chedid Tess Nuntes. Debit Sinir Robin Ben Moshe, Chedid Kay Simon Kov, Rishlam Zalman, the Kinni Shabbos, Yalki Yosef, and others as well, but Telachach, Meshwi Shabbos. And now they all say, that the same heter applies to a bank. Why does it happen to a bank? The problem is like this. Your bank generally goes by 12 to 12. It doesn't go by skia or, you know, till alois or till nacht. It doesn't work that way. Banks work from 12 to 12. If that's the case, Shabbos Kodesh, as we know, is not Baruch Hashem, 12 to 12. It's from skia until nacht. If that's the case, every day that they give me interest, absorbed in that day is chol, is weekday, and Mimela, there's no problem of receiving Shabbos. Shabbos. Dubi is concerned, what's going to be with the two-day yontif? When you have a two-day yontif, or even a three-day yontif, you got a problem. Mitzvah Shem, said, tomorrow we shall continue, some of the shilas that are in have a wonderful day.